0: Welcome back, everyone. We're going to continue a conversation that we started talking about titles in the body of Christ. And we're glad you're here with us once again under the fig tree. You if you let people. Oh, let's see. Where is it? I'm going to read it right out of my notes. Don't let people promote you and call you something that God didn't promote you to or call you. It's as simple as that. It really is. You will try to live up to that, that they're calling you. And in trying to live up to that, you will spend time and energy that you should be spending actually getting to know God. That's what I wrote down earlier this week you also run the risk of being told at the end Matthew 7:23 depart from me you workers of iniquity i never knew you you know what i what's so fascinating fascinating about Matthew 7:23 they did work yeah there was work that was done but jesus says i will have to tell many you did the wrong work if i can paraphrase it yes. that's fascinating to me yeah. depart from me you illegal workers, that's, that's what workers of iniquity means, you illegal workers, right? So he does not, he acknowledges that they did some kind of ministerial work. They just did the wrong work. To me, that aligns exactly with what we're talking about concerning titles because, because Troy, if I can just be real straight now, yeah. if I'm called to be a praise team leader, how do I go from being a praise team leader to pastor? How do I go from being a praise team leader to pastor to prophet? How do I go from being a praise team leader to pastor to prophet to bishop? How do I go all of a sudden everybody's calling me apostle? I've seen this over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Now, I want to put a caveat out there so that, you know, folks can not, you know, fall out and stop breathing. Okay. Whoever may listen to this, I'm going to put a little <laughs> caveat out there. I do believe, Troy, and you may not you may not even agree with what I'm getting ready to say, and that's fine. I do believe that that when God is involved in it, that he may call you, particularly I'm talking about fivefold ministry giftings right now. Right. What we call fivefold ministry giftings. I do believe because it was my experience, God called me to the office of the prophet. But he needed me to work as a pastor, and I worked as a pastor for the better part of 20 years before he opened me up and told me, don't do that anymore, right? And now I want you to work in what I've actually called you to for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. So it was literally just being obedient, right? Because God is not interested in your ability. He's only interested in your availability, Correct. So I do believe that that happens sometimes, but it has to be that God is in the midst of it, okay? He tells somebody, okay, go this way and don't look back. He tells somebody, okay, leave your father and mother, right? Abraham, leave your father and mother, right? Don't look back. I'm going to take you to this land, so on and so forth. So I do believe that there are times when God may... Uh, give you an assignment that may not be the primary thing that he's called you to, that you will operate in the rest of your life. Even as a pastor for 20 years, Troy, I was a prophetic pastor. Mm -hmm. I didn't even understand the fullness of what was happening. (laughs) I would just get the words from the Lord and then I would tell the senior pastor, Hey, I got something to say. And he'd let me say it. So I do believe that what I'm talking about and what we're talking about is people who promote themselves.
1: That's the issue.
0: And it's messing people up. And I'm willing to lose friends and alienate people through this wonderful podcast. <laughs> you know, yeah. I really am. I'm I'm willing. I hear you. I'm willing to lose friends and alienate people through this podcast. It, if we can help people have a better understanding of what's really happening. In the body of Christ right now, there's a lot of people who are promoting themselves and they're calling themselves stuff or they're not correcting people who are trying to push them up to something that God has not given them or calls them or invited them to be a part of that particular office or whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah. So it's fair to say that the anointing of God doesn't flow up.
0: Oh, that's a great right. way to say that. It flows down. That's a great way to it say comes that. comes from him
1: down so i'm it's not my job to promote you right it's not my job to promote myself it's not my job to promote anyone the promotion doesn't come from the east or the west it comes from god that's exactly right it's something that we have to understand to stick with yes Um, sir if god moves you then you move yes sir But if god says hey i've called you to be an evangelist and i need you to stay here then you stay there like i said I, i i'm with you i think it's one of the leading causes of pastors and spiritual leaders being burnt out. Yes, is because they feel like they have to be everything to yes. everyone. Oh come on! And when man. you don't know who you are, come on, dude. Then you really do your your ministry really does come become performance based when you mm. don't know who you are. Mm-mm-mm. I've had to tell people, and they come to our gatherings, they come to the Bible studies, you know, yeah. some of the classes that we put on and stuff like that. And they say, hey, hey, can you, you think maybe you can teach this? And I'm like, look, you got to go somewhere else and get that. Yeah. That's not what I do. Right. Yeah. I understand how to stay in my lane. This is what God told sure. me to teach. This is what he told me to preach. And and this is what I'm going to do. This is, this is my lane. And if you need that, you're probably going to have to go somewhere and get it. And I would say this to the spiritual leaders out there. Don't be afraid to let people go. Get what they need because everything oh, they need man. is not in the house, especially oh. if you don't have the five-fold ministry operating in that house. Yeah.
0: So Boy, that's a whole different subject.
1: Listen, if it's a if it's run by a pastor, that's fine. But if you don't have a prophet there and they need prophetic grace, they can't get that from a pastor. The pastor they, they doesn't they have can't. that to give.
0: They can't. And we see that happen so often, though, man. Yeah. And once again, it's, it's sad. It's tragic because... Uh, you you said it earlier you you believe and i and i agree with you i believe it too that there are many many people out there who are simply trying their absolute best i think so to lead people to hear from god to provide for people and 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 that's honorable sure that's honorable it's just that whether if we're running a race and I cross over into your lane and trip you up. Yeah, even if I didn't mean to do it, the race is—you know what I'm saying—the race has significantly changed now, simply because I didn't—I didn't focus on staying in my lane. Yeah. So see, and I—and I, and I think for me that's a big thing, Troy, because a lot of times we should always give grace. We should always be sure. graceful to people. Sure. But at what point do we say, okay, listen? You got to stay in your lane. Yeah, you're tripping the other guy up. He's running. He's not even paying attention to you. And here you come, and and you're tripping people up and causing. It's it's one of the most fascinating things to me to see the the bicycle racers, the professional <laughs> Olympic level, yeah, world class bicyclists, right? When they go on that uh, Tour de France, yep. right? And it's amazing. Have you ever seen those dudes crash?
1: Yeah, it's like a ripple effect. It's, it's like, like a everybody. ripple effect. <laughs> One little something
0: goes wrong, man, and it takes out like everybody. fifty of them. You know, <laughs> it's like, man, you know. So yeah, sometimes that happens. Yeah, in ministry, sometimes it happens, but it, it should not be the. It should not be the norm. It should be the exception. It and should not be the rule. exception and not the rule. Absolutely. And so, people learning to just simply stay in their lane. I function as a prophet. That's what God called me to function. But I also function as a pastor, and it's okay. I'm not confused. I don't have you know. I don't have split personality. I don't have identity crisis. One of the things that I absolutely love, and one of our guests uh, said it recently. Rosetta, when Rosetta was on the yeah. on the on the on the, on the uh, podcast with us, she said, "Hey, I am just simply trying to be whatever he needs me to be when he needs me to be it." And I got excited, man, (laughs) because it was like she was in my closet from fifty years ago. You know what I'm saying? When I when I realized, wow, all I need to do is be available. Yes, he's called me to this particular office. Yeah. But if he needs me to be a pastor for five years, I'll be a pastor for five years. And that doesn't take away from the fact that I am a prophet, because I you know what I'm saying? So we're not talking about that. Correct. That is highly possible. We're talking about the people who need to be brought in with the pomp and circumstance who need to be called their title, who need to be pampered, who need to be sat on the front row and have somebody bring them juice. <laughs> I got a problem with it. I'm just saying. I got a problem with Make it. Make sure the car is warmed up before they come. Make sure the car stuff, is yeah. warmed up. Let me tell you a story. This is heartbreaking, but it's, it's a very real story that was just told to me by a young man that's, that's in our family. He actually works in churches, putting in all of the sound systems, the audio-video, all the audio-video video equipment he puts in into churches, right? hmm They got a contract to do this huge church. That's all I'll say. It is in America. That's all I'll say. They got a contract to do this huge church, spending millions of dollars putting in sound systems, yeah. Audio, video, everything. Building the platform, everything, right? The pastor comes in one day. Uh, obviously, he wasn't overseeing it because if he was overseeing it, he would have caught it before they spent all the, this money and yeah. then had them tear this thing out. The pastor comes in, he has them tear out the platform. Because the way they did the platform, and he was angry. I was just told this three, day, three days ago. He was angry because no one was going to be able to see his shoes. They uh. went 60-some 60, 60 thousand, if I remember correctly, over budget because he made them tear all of it out because the way the edge of the platform went, nobody was going to be able to see his shoes. This is the foolishness that we're dealing with now. And I'm willing to call it out. I'm we're not there yeah. yet. To call out people's names. I mean, because we're not trying to shame people, right? But no, we're we're trying to educate the body of Christ to understand that everything that glitters ain't gold. Ooh, did I just say that on, on the did.
1: podcast? I think you did. Hmm. But I think you're right. That's the kind of stuff I mean when people do things with the right heart attitude, I get it. I completely get it. Hey, build whatever. I get it. But when you start to do this stuff, To be seen. Yeah. I believe in excellence, Troy. I do, too. And I also believe there's a passage in the Bible. I want to say it's in Matthew 6. And over and over, Jesus used the word hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be like the hypocrites and pray on the corners, you know, and, and all this with the vain repetitions. And when you give, don't be like the hypocrites that are trying to be seen. And and when you when you fast, you know, clean your face and, you know, yeah. put some oil on yeah. your face. Don't, be like, like don't be like the hypocrites. Don't be like the hypocrites. <laughs> I mean, for us, we understand the hypocrite is somebody that does something or says something and then does something different. Yeah, sure. But the original meaning of that word, the Greek
0: word, means actor. It means actor, yeah. It's so sure it has
1: does. nothing to do with you doing something different than what you say. It has everything to do with your motive of why you're doing it, why
0: so. you're doing it. so good. Such a great point.
1: Everything to do with that. So you could be doing the right thing, yeah, but do it for the wrong reason. Sure. And you're still wrong. Yeah. yeah. You know, see so give, there's nothing wrong with giving. Yeah. But if you do it to be seen, you're still wrong. Yeah. Nothing wrong with praying. Right. But if you do it for the wrong reason, you're yeah. still wrong. It's, it's still wrong. Nothing wrong with fasting, but if you do it for the wrong reason, you're still wrong. Yeah. And I think that's something that has to be addressed by the individual. They have to be able to search their motives or just be like David and say, ask God, Hey, search me. Yeah. And see if there's any iniquity found in me. Sure. Sure. And maybe, maybe you just have to do that periodically. Yeah. I mean, really when it, when it comes down to it, man, I think you brought it up, you know, folks that are just exalting themselves. Yeah. It is out of
0: control. (laughs) I believe it it is out of control. I I really believe that it is out of control, Troy. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I also believe, and this is this is the hope, right? This is the hopeful part of our conversation. It may be kind of heavy for some. We don't mean to be, but we do want to, you know, we, we, we like bringing clarity to subjects where the word is f- through the word of God. Right. But I do see this as a hopeful thing, and that is that God is going to have a church without spot or wrinkle. Yep that's going to happen that the bride of christ is is going to finally get it together yep she she's going to get it together and she's going to learn how to be a real a real wife yeah she's going to learn how to be a real wife to me that that's not that's not judgment some people they look at judgment as a negative thing that's just a a good father helping his son's bride to become a good bride, exactly. That's all it is. So that's hopeful for me because I know it's going to happen. I know that the bride. I know that the body of Christ. Even though it seems, it can almost seem hopeless, man. It can almost seem hopeless. I'm talking. To, I'm talking about me, H. B. Franklin. Yeah, you know, you. It, it could. It, you know, if I were to only focus on the negative, right? It it could seem quite hopeless. Yeah. But you can't focus on the negative. And that's why I want to bring this out before we we end this, you know, because it's important that, <clears throat> that we realize that God is going to have a church without spot or wrinkle, that she's going to shine, 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 shine. Yeah. That it won't always be like this, but part of us coming out of it is being willing to have these kinds of conversations and to be truthful and honest and sincere, but talk really straight about the fruit that the tree is bearing. I agree. You know?
1: I agree wholeheartedly. Listen, for folks that are listening to us, it is so important uh, for you to... Study to show yourself approved unto God. Yes. And not just take anybody's word for it. If I had somebody from our Bible study here now, they would tell you, I tell them, don't take my word for any of this stuff. Right. Go back and look it up for yourself because in the end you have to know it for yourself. I think there's been some things that's been imposed on us as a church body. There's some traditions uh, that that have been installed into yeah. the, the 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 body of Christ, <clears throat> yeah, and we've held on to those traditions so long that sure. conversations like this become completely uncomfortable. For yeah,
0: them. they become very awkward.
1: Yeah, and you, you you have some that get uncomfortable, but then you have some that just get angry. No, for real. But when you actually go back to the book and see what a bishop actually is, not what we've called it, but what it actually is. If you go back to the book and see what the qualification for a bishop versus the grace by Jesus Himself to be a pastor. Yes, yes. You don't have to have that grace to be a bishop.
0: That you you don't. You a- have and, to be willing. And, and you know, and you I'm know? sitting here shaking my head because you mentioned you you mentioned one of your one of yours was minister. One of mine is bishop. Yeah, that's why I poke fun at it. It being my nickname <laughs> because yeah. it's, I just I just want to poke fun at it, yeah, man. Because it, it's not listed in Ephesians four.
1: It's not listed there. It's not listed. It's not listed. And and it's funny because even when you talk about it again, when Paul talks about it again in Corinthians, it's not listed there either. It's not
0: listed there
1: either, Troy. But when he gives the qualifications of If a man desires the office of a bishop, he desires a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. And then there's qualifications he has to meet, and then it's fine. But that's anybody. That's anybody. But that's not the case when the Bible says he's given some to be prophets and some apostles. It's not the same. And for some reason, we, we put that as a title and a position in the same grouping as we do for some reason. matter of fact, we have bishops that oversee pastors. And I'm, I'm like, that is—it's—it's c- it's insane. Now look at the
0: scriptures; that's—that's
1: mm. that's not in order.
0: You you mentioned some, right? Mm-hmm. It's interesting that the word "some" that's used there four times in Ephesians four verse eleven. That word "some" literally means assuredly. Indeed, it means yeah. indeed. Yeah. So it's not even—it's not even the word "some." For you guys who may not know that, this is a good little study for you. In Ephesians 4, verse 11, some is used based on whatever uh, version you read, but some is used at least, the word some, S-O-M-E, is used at least four times. It actually means indeed. It means that he gave, he, he assuredly gave, he no gave doubt. indeed. It's not even talking about quantity. It's Correct. not talking about number. Correct. It's talking about there are for sure apostles in the earth. I gave them. Yep. Or prophets in the earth. I gave them. Yep. Evangelists, pastors, teachers in the earth. I assuredly have called people to operate in those five gifts, functions, offices, whatever you want to call them.
1: And there's no doubt about it. That was their assignment. That is their assignment. That is their and assignment. The, and the truth of the matter is whether somebody calls you by that title or not doesn't change what you are. That's right. It doesn't change the grace that God has given you. And that's the important thing. Is it more important to be called the apostle or do the work of the apostle? Is it more Mm. important to be called the prophet or do Mm. the work of the prophet? Is it more important to be called the evangelist or do Mm. the work of the evangelist? Is it more important to be called a pastor or do the work of the pastor? Mm. You have to make up that determination within your own heart. And, And if that determination is, I need to be called that and I think it's back to the drawing board for you. There's there's some other things you have to learn about identity, sure. In Christ,
0: Troy, I had a dream several years ago. In the city that we live in, there was a parade going down main, the main street in in our city, uptown. Mm-hmm. I'm on the side of the road, and I'm I'm waiting for for the cars and the floats and everything to begin to, to get down to us. Right, yeah. And I look down the street, and I see this this horse coming. The horse, Troy, was, the head of the horse was fabulous. (laughs) Got you. Beautiful, long, flowing mane, right? The horse just looked like it came out of a, a book. You know, the horse didn't even look real. The head was huge. The body of the horse was emaciated. The body of the horse was weak. Mm-hmm. It was bony. It was mal- It 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 looked like it was malnutritious. Uh, I'm messing that word up. It, it looked like malnourished. <laughs> malnourished is what I'm trying to say. We have to clean that up.
1: I got you. <laughs> no, I'm leaving that in.
0: <laughs> of course you are. The horse. I got excited, man. I couldn't get my words out. The horse. The body of the horse looked malnourished, yep. big time. But the head was huge and beautiful and shiny and, I mean, fabulous. And the horse is coming down the middle of the, of the street, and the body is struggling. The legs are buckling, mm. trying to hold up the head. That's a fairly obvious picture, isn't Extremely it? Extremely obvious. I had that dream several years ago. God, when God first began to talk to me about what we're talking about tonight, about the body of Christ and about if if it's not evenly distributed, then the body is just holding up a big head and the body is malnourished because all the attention and all the nourishment is going to the head. And you said it just a moment ago, you don't throw oil up. That's right oil is supposed to flow down. That's right. One of the benefits of oil flowing down from God is that it not it doesn't just sit on the head and stay on the head. Right. It flows and covers the whole, body. the whole body. The whole body gets nourished. And I woke up I was broken hearted man because I understood it immediately when I woke up that God was showing me this is what the body looks like to him.
1: And that is heartbreaking. That's
0: heartbreaking man.
1: We go back full circle. Matthew 23 It says, and whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But he that humbles himself shall be exalted. Yes, sir. It's all about going lower. It's
0: all about going lower. To
1: all of our listeners here, it's about going lower. You say, hey, I'm already low. That's an indication that you're not.
0: There's something you always say, Troy, about success. Yes. Success is simply, did you do what God told you to do.
1: There's no other measure for success.
0: It's it's not it's not the size building you have. No, it's not how many followers you have on no. you know social media. No, it's not how many people show up. It's it's not your budget. It's not you know you got a multi million dollar budget. Thank God for it. Do something well with it. I'm yeah. not saying you know I'm not I'm not here to beat up on on mega churches. I'm not, not here to beat all. up on anybody. But I'm just saying. The motivation you you said it earlier. What is my what am I calling success as a minister of the gospel, Troy? What are we calling success? And it is my estimation that a lot of I got my quote fingers up ministers are looking at success as everything other than simply doing what he what he said to do.
1: And I listen. How many times was Paul locked up? How many letters did he write from prison? I believe Paul was successful. He didn't have a huge following with him. (laughs) But here's the deal. He he even understood he was successful. He said, I run my
0: course. He said, I finished my course.
1: Man, I'm telling you. He said, I finished. When you know at the end of your life that you did exactly what he called you to do, there's so much peace there. Yeah. And there's nothing about blowing yourself up about that it's just the, the reality that i
0: did what he told me to do no look look at look at our savior yeah he had 12 you know he had 12 yeah he poured himself in the 12 and still lost one yeah He's our example, man, you know. (laughs) He's our example. He pours himself in the 12 and still lost one. But he didn't didn't try to go and get 1,200. No. He didn't try to go and get 12,000. He took 12. Changed the world. Changed the world. We have people who want to have sons and daughters. Got my quote fingers up. Sons and daughters, spiritual sons and daughters. Yeah. I, I I have nothing to say about that one way or the other, other than if you need that, that's a problem. Yeah. If that's what they call you, because they called him Rabboni, right? They called him Rabbi. Yeah. They recognize that, oh, you know what? This man is my teacher, and I'm going wherever my teacher goes. My whole life is now dedicated to following my teacher. That was a decision that a student made when they recognized the authority that they had just been blessed to be a part, be in his circle. Yeah. They called him that. That was something I had to learn many years ago. Yeah. That people would always call me whatever they, and people will call Troy whatever they see Troy as. That's fine. I got no problem no with problem that. No problem with that. But then don't ask me, what do I want to be called? And when I tell you Troy, when I tell you Bruce, then you say, no, 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 I can't do that. Then then we got, you know, that 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 gets messy. Yeah. Or don't ask me if I, I've had situations, Troy, where where I was talking to someone about their pastor. This person wasn't my pastor. Mm-hmm. I was just having a conversation with them about their pastor. Yeah, Their pastor is a good friend of mine. I called their pastor by their first name. The person I'm talking to tried to correct me and say, no, that, that's that's pastor so-and-so. I said, he's pastor so-and-so to you. That's right. I said, he's my good friend, John, or whatever. And and I had no problem correcting them. You don't. You're not doing bad by calling him. You know, and wanting to honor him. Good for you. God bless you that yeah. you want to do that. But keep it in the middle of the road. Don't go crazy. <laughs> don't don't turn him into an idol. You might kill him. Can I say that? I just said it. You did. Don't turn that. him into an idol. You might kill him. It's, <laughs> it's it,
1: man. I don't know that people necessarily recognize that. Um, that's a a very real possibility. No, it's real, dude. It's a very real possibility. I, I I try to push back from that as much as possible. And the truth of the matter is y- you can do what I can do, right? And I tell people that you can do what I can do. Yeah. If you believe like I believe, you can do what I do.
0: Oh, boy. It's so real.
1: And that's, that's where we need to get. It's really a matter of building up the faith in that area, but you can do what I can do. Yes, sir. Uh, I think helping people to kind of keep everything on the level, so, we can look eye to eye to one another. You don't need to look up to me. I can look at you eye to eye, yes, because you're my brother, right. I'm not looking down on anybody. I look at you eye to eye because you're my brother, right, or my sister you know right. and i'm and I'm fine with that and i and I think um to some degree, we need to absolve ourselves of the- j- traditional type stuff um Jesus came here to serve everyone, yeah, in fact. Paul even calls himself a bond servant, but nobody wants to take on that title. Right. That's funny to me. But yep. yep. <laughs> maybe I should have said that earlier. Yep. But that's funny to me. Nobody wants to take on title of bond servant. No, sir. But that, to me, and and uh, even to Jesus, that was the more important thing to do. was. Was. was to be the servant. That's right. To serve all. That's, that's what he exactly came here right. to do. So, I love this stuff, man. This is just a good conversation.
0: It is a good conversation, and we could go on and on and on and on. Yeah, man. I think... Uh,
1: But this might be a good place to. I think this is a good place to park it. I had fun with this. You guys, please, please, please understand our hearts. We're not here to bash anyone. We're not here to to make anyone feel condemned or anything like that. That's not what we're here for. What we're here to do is through these conversations release freedom. Yeah. is what we're here to do. We want you to be free. Um, Spiritual leaders, pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists. We want you to be free, too yes we want you to understand who you are yeah in christ and know that that can't change whether somebody even calls you by the wrong name that's right you're still who you are in christ if you want to use the title that's fine if nobody ever calls you by the title again that's fine too because it doesn't change the assignment that god has placed on you that's right so i'm troy i'm bruce and we had so much fun today and we thank you for joining us
0: here under the fig tree